0: everyone, welcome to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I'm your co-host, Zach Vicetta. I am Vito Lafacola.
1: Vroom, vroom, bitches, it's Anthony. That's right,
2: he's back. Welcome back, Anthony.
1: Thank you, guys. Um, Good to
2: have you here,
1: man. I didn't listen to your guys' episode. I mean, I edited it. And <laughs> uploaded it um, but I, I really want to go to the the musical at some point um, I know when I'm, I'm back in deal. town so I, I didn't want anything spoiled
2: very uh, nice uh, dude it was it was really good i think I think you'll enjoy it it was very clever and intelligent and and the music was amazing
1: would you guys yeah. go see it again
2: I'd go see it again for sure yeah I'd see it again too yeah, we'll to after, after
0: we're better, like we're very catchy
2: yeah and i I think I think you know they were really busy taking notes and and seeing what worked and what didn't with the audience, and I think they're probably going to tweak it and make exactly. it even better. But it was very much almost like South Park, Anthony. It was it was it had some crude moments, but the crudeness was witty and intelligent. So I like South Park. Yeah, but you know how like South Park on the surface you look at it, and you're like. Oh, you know, if, you, if you're not watching it regularly, it could look like something else. Mm-hmm. You know, it could look like it's, you know, not as intelligent as it is. But
0: it was, it was a very smart show. I, we probably I- the you performance. So, yeah, I'm sure they'll have a lot of changes and, you know, tweaks. So that would be, it would be interesting to see it again just to see what they change. Yeah, exactly.
1: So yeah. we'll have to do
0: that. So, Vito, do you think that Anthony will enjoy the second 15 minutes of Furious 6? i i i think so yeah i think
2: that uh this is a pretty thrilling 15 minutes actually um it was really good well you've seen the have you seen the 15 anthony you're gonna watch it while i i I, did you see it already
1: yeah i literally just got done watching it that would be weird to watch it while we were recording yeah that's true
2: (laughs) You, you never know you know what i mean by the way folks so again we are we are all uh sadly apart we're not sitting in the same room today so uh hence i that's why i did not know if anthony had seen it or not but yeah the um this 15 minutes i think is really there's a lot of really good little character moments in it there's some great action
0: mm-hmm. I, yeah. I yeah i was very happy least. with it <laughs> what i said that's to say the least well there's yeah. just i mean there's a stunt in here that i meant like the it's I don't know. It's bananas, <laughs> but we'll get it's, to it. It's very bananas.
1: Justin <laughs> yeah. Lin, between uh, this movie and the other movies, he definitely saw the Dark Knight.
2: Yes, that is that is a point that I wrote in my notes.
1: Yeah, That's,
2: yeah, with, it's an interesting
0: observation.
1: With the score and the way that the the wanton destruction, like action scenes, mm-hmm. even you know that that little design of the the little vehicle from Mad mm-hmm. Max, the the little yeah. go kart. Uh, totally. Just reminded me of the Dark Knight. But anyways, um, it's it's been it's been a while since we've been together, and I need a refresher. Um, I, I think so my computer, I think
0: you didn't rewatch the first fifteen
2: minutes.
1: No, I did not.
0: Was, you um, know what? I didn't either. To be honest with you, and it's been you did I? I mean, come recorded, on. So. Yeah. Uh, although I think we all did really enjoy the the first fifteen. Um, but yeah, I don't remember it, if I did. Did I? I yes. think we were fine. We, we tolerated it.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, basically Hobbes and his new sidekick, Riley Hicks played by the, the lovely Gina Carana. And they have, uh, discovered that, uh, Letty is still alive and working for this, uh, driving team of thieves <laughs> that are stealing, uh, satellite components. And so in order to track down the head guy, Owen Shaw Hobbs needs Dom's help. And the way he gets Dom's help is by telling him that Letty is still alive. Right. And that if he basically, if he finds the team, this team he's looking for Hobbs, he'll find Letty. Okay. And so Dom has contacted the, the crew Everyone is, is up and ready for it. Of course, not even knowing what the mission is, they're they're ready to help Dom. And he has gone uh, – Dom has gone to Mia and Brian's mansion in some kind of South American country, I imagine. I don't know. Uh, to Well, I, what's interesting is I don't think he's there to get Brian to join the mission. I think he's just there to kind of tell him what's going on. And, and I'll get to that because – there's, yeah, there's it's because they've established
2: that they they wanted to retire at the end of the last movie. Remember, exactly. so they are effective effectively retired.
0: And they, you know, have Jack now. So everyone else that's involved is in the same position they were in in the last movie. But me and Brian now have a kid, which is you know Dom's nephew. And so I think the idea is that he was not there to necessarily recruit Brian, just to kind of tell them what was going on.
1: Was yeah, he there I to like say goodbye? What? Was he there to say goodbye? Does he think that That's this what mission I'm thinking, is going to go yeah. sour?
0: Um, I mean, maybe not so much to say goodbye, but I think that he like he was like, "Hey, here's what's going on. The only reason I'm doing this is because you know Letty is alive, and even though we both said that we're getting out of this life, I have to do this mm. because as soon as. uh Dom shows Brian those pictures. He's like, now I used to do this stuff as a cop all the time. Hobbs is just using you uh, to get this Shaw guy, I guess. And it's all bullshit. Yeah. Right, Vito? Yeah. Yeah. Because Brian says, Letty is dead. But Dom says, you know, he has to know for sure. And this is where, uh, what I was talking about, Brian says, well, if Dom is going, he's going. And Dom is kind of taking it back. He's like, oh, I thought, you know, you were getting out of the life. And uh, you know, they're both getting out of the life. And then Mia suddenly teleports behind Brian. She's out of nowhere. <laughs> and she agrees with Brian. And she's like, hey, you know, we're family, and if there's a problem, we all deal with it together.
2: I love the fact that you said she suddenly teleports because we are <laughs> starting to 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 veer dangerously into the Hobbs and Shaw territory where <laughs> yeah. we're, we're yeah. starting to get superpowers, especially in this next sequence, which we'll see. But uh I love the Whoa! Oh, Whoa! Feedback. The um, uh, this, this reminded me of an episode of Toast of London. If you guys have ever seen that, but if not, we'll move on. The um, uh, it's it's funny because uh no, I like I like the idea. There's something we'll we'll see this again later in this episode. But I like the idea that these guys have retired, and for the first time, they're up against a team that is just so superior to them. They're not even ready for it. It's a whole new level, as Tej says. Right. So, yeah, this 15 minutes is really cool. It's like it's almost like they've gotten soft in the time that they've retired. You know what I mean? It's like kind of how like you can do a job for years. You go away for two months. You come back and you're like, what am I doing? And you're out of sync. Right. Well, that's the idea cool. that they've settled into these lifestyles, you know, mm-hmm. that, that they're comfortable with. And now they have to, like, get jarred out of it again.
0: Well, that's what's so interesting, I think, about six is that like everyone has what they want at the end of five. I mean, they've got enough money. They don't need anything. So finding the motivation, Letty, you know, that gets them involved in the, in the life again, I feel like is, you know, pretty clever.
1: I still yeah. like my headcanon where all of this is because Dom wants to make sure that Letty is dead once and for all <laughs> so he can live a life like unbothered.
2: Just, right. <laughs> right. He's he's, he's there to kill now. her. He's here. He's
0: there to find her and kill her instead of rejoin with her. Oh no, she, he's not going to take her life. <laughs> he just wants to make sure he's not going to you know pester him anymore.
1: That would oh. be a dark turn. That would be a really <laughs> dark turn. He's just like I finally <laughs> found you. <laughs> <morbid>. <laughs>
0: you. Stop stop texting me. <laughs> you would <was> never, family. <laughs> Why won't you die? <laughs> So, and I thought this was interesting too. Mia goes on to say that she will feel safer knowing they're both out there watching each other's backs, which I thought, like, real, I feel like she would in real life, she would say, Brian, you don't have to do this.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I don't know though, but, but you
2: know, that it does fit the series plan of a mm-hmm. uh, family because she does say you're stronger together. You that always were. That's true. You know what I mean? So I think, I think. If if anything,
0: always um, were they if had if one anything. movie that like they were on the same page on. So they're immediately whisked away to London, apparently using Mia's teleport technology. She's literally not done with her sentence before they cut the Dom in London staring out of a skyscraper window, which was a really cool shot. It was a cool shot. Dude, I, the camera I liked it. in
2: this movie is amazing. Yeah, the, I mean, again, I think Justin lynn one of his very strong points is that he
0: gets amazing cinematographers for his movies. Absolutely.
1: Who have seen and, the Dark Knight clearly?
0: Yes, yes, established. Yes. <laughs> um, but where, wherever they are, uh, it must be the new headquarters, I assume, because the whole crew shows up. Tej mentions that the equipment in this headquarters is better than the trash they had in Rio.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was I thought that was really funny because it was mm-hmm. kind of a rip on the last movie. Totally, uh, you know what I mean? It was like it, you you imagine that or their you know, situation universal- in the last movie. Yeah, well I like I it's I I think that it's probably because Universal gave them way more money to play with in this and I think they were able to do way more than they wanted, especially with some of the the sequences in the last film we talked about the training sequence how mm-hmm. it got a little tedious. I think Justin Lin probably wanted to do a lot more with it and wasn't able to. Sure. So with with this one, he's able to to open up the play bo- the the toy box a little bit. I think that's a subtle little
0: dig at, at the last But, film. but and think of it well, go on, Nancy. Sorry.
1: There there's another there's another thing that happens um in, in the scene we're about to talk about um that feels like a, a subtle dig as well, but it's a dig that didn't work for me and annoyed me on a, a very visceral level, but we'll get there. Um <laughs> Okay. But yeah, I'm well, but, kind but of with Vito it- on this.
0: Well, think about this too, though. When they were in Rio, they were kind of a ragtag group. I mean, you know, they were throwing stuff together however they could. Now they're basically funded by the government,
1: which right? is a metaphor for you know what happened with these movies. Now they're funded by Universal Studios. They actually give a damn. Fair about enough. The franchise. Fair enough.
0: But the point, yeah, they are all, all the equipment's there. Gal Gadot's cocking a gun. She's like, yeah, it's way better. She is Dude, badass. I, have, I love the fact. <laughs> That this movie,
2: these movies may not pass the Bechdel test, but they do pass the Godard test because he once (laughs) said, "All you need for a movie is a gun and a girl," and Mm -hmm. this movie has both. They pass the veto
0: test. That's right. right. (laughs) So Hobbs and Hicks show up. So this is clearly some kind of DSS facility. Hicks asks Hobbs if he's sure about these guys, and Hobbs says no. Yeah, and I was like, why'd you hire them then? (laughs) Because he's got no other choice. He he goes to them like, "You're yeah, you're my
2: only hope. And it's like, but I may not be able to trust you. It's like, they fucking outsmarted you in
0: the last film. You can't trust them (laughs) by now? Like, they know their shit. Right. Well, what's also interesting is that, like, beyond all reasonable logic, this bad guy team is specifically into cars. So (laughs) they need...
2: I got to tell crew. you, though, this this will make a lot of sense. I have some notes on that when we get to Shaw.
0: Okay. Actually, I was like, wow, they actually put some thought into that. Brian asks if anyone's heard from Leo or Santos, which I thought was interesting. He seems like he would be the least of all of the guys to ask about those two.
1: Have they even right. spoken to each other in the film? Like <laughs> no, did, Have they had so. any dialogue interactions like
2: at all
0: not to, i mean i'd have to go back and look yeah but nothing comes to mind i love
2: i love the the throwaway line to where, where i forget who said it but they were like yeah the last time anybody heard from them they were they were gambling it's like that's yeah. the last scene we saw that's the, such a hit <laughs> over the head to go remember they yep. were gambling their money away. yeah it was han
0: yeah and you how know, he like, knew where they were who knows he knows, knows everything. everything exactly <laughs> Roman suddenly chimes in saying he thought Rio was their last job and asked who paid for all the fancy equipment. And he, this is interesting too. He asked if they're working full for the Hulk now, you know, referring to Hobbs. And then he says he smells baby oil, which made me laugh. But Roman still doesn't know that Hobbs is behind him at this point. So that means that Hobbs really does smell like baby oil.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's hilarious. I know. It's great, dude. What a great dig on that character. I also right. love the fact again, these guys are so loyal to Dom that mm-hmm. Dom can be like, meet me in in, in the UK at yes. this location. Like hey, nobody goes, hey, what are we doing? What's happening?
0: He's no like, hey, one knows here. what <laughs> And they it's put like all surprise. of their,
2: they drop everything and go there. That's how loyal they
0: are to Dom is they have no idea what's going on. That line felt improvised. Oh, about the... Oh, well, you know, uh, in the commentary, Justin Lin says that basically all of Roman's jokes are to some degree improvised. Ah, here we go. So they're not written in the script. Uh, I love that line. I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, he he gets
1: one. He gets one good line out of like his entire like character history.
0: (laughs) Are you saying that was the good line?
1: That was the good line so far.
0: I think that a lot of the comedy with Roman, it works for me. It's not so overbearing... I mean it, it's like kind of a nice little tag, but I can appreciate that it uh isn't for everybody. You
1: guys are out of your yeah. fucking mind.
0: <laughs> I love Rome. I it does he doesn't bother me. But I I understand Anthony. Dom tells Hobbs he's got the best team in the world here here and says to tell them why they should stay. Okay, they and this are-
1: is this is where like I, I have the gripe, right? Okay. They go into heavy expedition or exposition dump like Mm -hmm. in the scene and it reminded me of the the last movie but Mm -hmm. then they have and i can't remember which characters but they have characters talking over the exposition
2: yep yeah it was Rome.
1: and okay yeah well that that makes it worse because it's (laughs) like obviously supposed to be a joke but it got distracting to the point where i couldn't hear the exposition so now i have no fucking idea what this movie is about what they're going after and Irritated the fuck out
0: of me, but that well, was kind of the point. I know, well, and it was
2: a dumb point. I hated. It. Well, you know, you know what though? I will point this out because you're you're really big on character. First of all, there was when when they arrive and he's talking shit about uh, Hobbs. Uh, Riley steps in between Hobbs and Rome and shoots him this glance, and she mm. basically looks at him like you're just a piece of shit. And it kind of shuts him up. But the other thing is, is that Han is holding a bag of flaming hot Cheetos. So you get this call back to his character, how he's always needs to have something in his, in his mouth. How Mm -hmm. Giselle talked about in the last movie, he always has to snack because he, he stopped smoking. And then Rome goes up to him and goes, yo, man, you got any more chips? So Rome is hungry again. He's hungry. Which is another one of those things. And so that's, (laughs) that's why. So immediately my counter argument, Anthony, is that, They've just brilliantly established in one or two shots that these characters are back to their shenanigans again. Rome is like thinking about food instead of the job. Han mm-hmm. um, is is snacking and kind of still looking like a badass, even though he's holding a fucking. He's like posing like a model with with like the Cheetos bag hanging out of his index and middle fingers, like he's like trying to be cool, but he is cool.
0: But it's kind of funny how their characters are established in like two seconds, you know? Mm-hmm. For sure and and uh, Hobbs goes into this Owen Shaw guy who was a former major in the special air service a special forces unit in the British army he was a spec ops soldier which is like you know special operations elite soldier and he ran the mobility division for the UK in Kabul and Basra don't know if i'm mm-hmm. pronouncing that right more yes. middle eastern countries so
2: check this out so this this is why i said it made sense that these characters were car based Mm-hmm. is because uh, so the SAS, you know, as you've said, they're special forces. they uh, they specialize in covert reconnaissance, counterterrorism, direct action, and hostage rescue. Mm-hmm. And all of their work is classified, but they have four sections of of this of this group. There's boat, air, mobility, and mountain. and the mobility troops are specialists in using vehicles and are experts in desert warfare. They're also trained in advanced levels of motor mechanics so they can field repair any vehicular breakdown that they encounter. That's pretty cool. Yes. So when I read that, I was like, this totally is amazing for these kids. That's why Shaw, I mean, Hobbs is like, these, these guys are a special thing. I have to get, it has to be Dom's crew. Yeah. It has to be people who are familiar with vehicles. So I thought that was a really brilliant moment of writing.
1: Uh, When you You said that there's a, uh, 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 section of this this organization that that does mountain stuff. Yes. I just thought about Luke Evans riding a, a a goat up a mountain, and it was it was really awkward and weird.
2: R- riding a note, a goat, oh, a goat. <laughs> <laughs> like a mountain goat. He was, but he is not a part of the mountain unit. He is part of the mobility unit, which is desert. Yeah, yes. well, maybe
1: he has a sibling. I don't
0: know. He um, well, that's interesting. Well, we'll get there. Spoilers, Anthony. <laughs> I know, right? I'm aware. I'm aware. So Tej has heard of the mobility division, and he says they're the best in the world. A lot of best in the worlds being thrown about well, here in this conversation. My
2: thing is, is why does Tej know this? Tej is supposed to be the computer totally. specialist. Why does he know about this? The special forces? Yeah, unit it should be like a, army.
0: It should be Giselle, really, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, that's that, again, I think is one of those things that we established uh, how Michelle Rodriguez thinks a lot of the women are underwritten. If mm-hmm. you guys watch the Flash show, the, mm-hmm. the thing that always bothers me the most is that uh, I forgot her name now. I haven't watched it in a season. But, uh, Iris? Caitlin, yeah, oh, yeah. No, Caitlin. Um, she's a fucking scientist at Star Labs. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. They'll be like, it's a black hole. And she'll go, what's
0: a black hole? And then a uh, male
2: explains it what, to killer,
0: her. Killer Frost?
2: Yeah, Killer Frost. Yeah, but she uh, if you notice in the first couple of seasons of that show, at least she always asks questions where you're like, you're a fucking physicist at what is this universe's equivalent of CERN. And you don't know what a fucking singularity is or a black hole. And then she always has to have a male explain it to her. And that's the Mm -hmm. weird thing is Giselle was a special forces person with Mossad for Pete's sake. She of all people should have been the one to say, oh, my God, these guys are whatever. Why is Tej doing it?
0: It makes more sense. Yeah, you
2: know? you're right. So that is where it fails the Bechdel test because they're supposedly these badass smart women, but they don't mm-hmm.
0: really give them. Her, what does she? You know, they don't. And it's a, give it's her a that throwaway point. line. Like exactly, like Tej's character gets no benefit out of being the one to you know say this. Why not right. give it to to her who would be more like you know makes more sense? So. Right. Oh well, it's a good point. Hobbs uh, continues saying that they've been running this this crew of bad guys has been running jobs in Europe for years, but their most recent job was a whole different thing. They stole a program terminal from an ICBM missile. Interestingly, and this is what you told uh, you brought up, Anthony. So uh, Hobbs mentions the Nightshade program, and then as he's explaining it, Roman and Tej are talking over it. About the uh, you know Roman needs change for the vending machine and all this, because the Nightshade is just a MacGuffin. True, I couldn't find anything about that online. Although it was a plot
2: device in Red Two, the just the same name. The, yeah, they they had they also had a Nightshade bomb in that
0: in that movie. Interesting.
2: Yeah, I I don't know if they do the same things. I haven't seen Red Two in a while, but I think it's it's just one of those little things like in the eighties how. The Die Hard movies, uh, the writer of the Die Hard movies always put the same, you know, newscaster and all the movies to tie them together. I think it's just some weird little nod, you know. Well, to, I think they wanted
0: movie. to make something up for MacGuffin.
2: Yeah. but But it's like one of those things where they go, oh, yeah, I'll
0: call it a nightshade device. It was in that other movie. You know what yeah, I mean? Maybe. Could be. Doesn't work for Anthony, though.
1: No, it does not.
0: You're throwing shade at
1: the nightshade.
0: So you just would no, like to know a little bit more about what it does, why it's important.
1: No, I, I felt that the execution of the scene was very distracting. It, okay. It was like, it, it was kind of me preparing myself for another exposition dump. Mm-hmm. And then they shoehorn in this this comedic bit. And I, I just, I couldn't pay attention to what Hobbes was saying because the audio kind of like goes low and then it goes Mm -hmm. to Rome talking about fucking chips. And I'm just like, no, like I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in this shit. Like I want to know what they're after. I want to know what the prize is. I want to know why, you know, Shaw is the bad guy. Like I, I want to know this stuff. I don't care about your fucking chips.
0: Well, it's interesting too, because the part where he goes to, uh, Who does it go to first? Oh, Han. And he goes, "You got any chips?" The audio is so low. If I didn't have the subtitles on, I watched it three times. You can't hear what he says. And not
1: not on on the voodoo. Like I I watched this on voodoo. My physical copies are at home. And in the voodoo, it was the opposite. Like it it was it was you you couldn't hear what Hobbs was saying. Interesting. Like the the audio it's focused boring. on yeah the audio focused on on Roman and Han,
2: but don't you guys think that is because the Nightshade is a it's a MacGuffin it's it's important to the story but it's not the main point of the story so
0: yeah I it doesn't bother me quite as to much
2: do a little bit of you know well a little bit of humor in there to kind of fuck with that kind of scene you know what I mean and and I I, I
1: understand that I, I get what you're saying. Um, and I, I do, like I said, I think it's a subtle dig at all the exposition that was in the, the other movie So basically Justin Lin is saying, you know, it doesn't fucking matter, but it, it matters to me and there was a better way to do it. And it, it just, it didn't work for me. It really irritated me.
0: Well, I
2: don't, I can't blame you. But uh, but it also gave Hobbs an excuse to shoot the vending machine like an American cowboy and growl.
1: What a bullshit machismo move. <laughs> like, I, I refuse. I refuse.
0: Well, well, hang on, hang on. Anthony, I don't know if this is going to make any difference or not, but Hobbs does say that the Nightshade device is a tech bomb designed to block an entire military communication grid for a full 24 hours. Oh, I so wish I would have known is, that they could sell it on the black market for billions of dollars.
2: Yeah, because he says that the ability to basically uh, to shut down, it would shut down communications in an entire country for 24 Military hours. Military communications. Yeah. yeah, so so you basically would be able to do whatever you want. Chaos and, and get away with. It's you know, the
1: purge. And- Good to yeah, know. Exactly. I wish I hadn't missed that.
2: But does
0: that a little
2: better? Yeah,
1: I, I just wish the movie would have explained it in a better way. You know, instead of this distracting
0: no, like, two
1: conversations taking place at once.
0: I did have to pause it and write everything down or otherwise I probably would have glossed over it, too. Yeah, you guys. I was so tempted to make
2: some crunching sounds with a wrapper that I have nearby to make it sound like I was eating chips to piss you off. And uh, don't counter, do it. Counter punctuate. The scene. Don't you fucking, <laughs> fucking
1: make fuck the it. correct
0: choice. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to the little angel. Uh, Thank you. But yeah, so Roman's having trouble figuring out the British currency for the vending machine, so he can't get in there. Hobbs shoots it. He's got all the snacks he wants.
1: Yeah, here, here's my uh my my gripe with this this part. I refuse. I I, I fucking refuse to believe that someone like Hobbs doesn't have a fanny pack full of singles.
0: <laughs> full okay. of
1: wait.
2: Did you say singles
1: or pringles? Singles.
2: <laughs> but both are yeah, funny. But, you know, the machine doesn't take the machine doesn't take dollars; and only takes coins.
0: Well, no, he can't. Fi- he doesn't know how much a, a shilling is. Like he's got British right. currency, he doesn't know what how to use it. I when think I say
1: singles, know. I don't mean American currency. I mean whatever the equivalent of, of a pound, right? Um, but I I mean he had money. Come on, he could have just been like, here, Rome. Here, have you know a, a fucking pound so you can get some uh, some chips and stop interrupting me. <laughs> but he had to pull out the biggest fucking gun uh-huh. and shoot like
2: danger. That that shit's dangerous. Somebody could well, have get
1: gotten hurt. Yeah,
2: that's that's but my argument the from I... the last uh, from the last segment was how he destroyed an entire interrogation room at Interpol and yep. how everybody'd be like, who the fuck is going to pay for this? Like everywhere this guy goes, he he brings destruction
0: yes he's a whirlwind of justice for sure <laughs> which
2: is kind of a again not to you know, why is he not your, the bad guy no but but that's the thing is like it's kind of like that weird team america thing where it's like no matter where they go they're the ones bringing the the destruction they're worse than the bad guys i think it's a sly commentary on american foreign policy <laughs> <laughs> you might have, have given too much
0: credit <laughs> uh so Hobbs wants the crew to help him catch Shaw. There's only one more component that Shaw needs to finish his nightshade device, and Hobbs plans to stop him before he can get it. He says he knows that Dom's crew is a family, and he's offering them a chance to make that family whole again. He tosses down some pictures of Letty.
2: I love I love the fact, first of all, it's, the, it's that old plot device. He has all of the components but one. Yep. Like, why— why doesn't he go to some, like, group in Afghanistan, some group who has bombs, and go, I need a nightshade device? I'm sure somebody's already got one built. Why do they have to build one? You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. and it's always the last part. So <laughs> he got away with all of this other shit. How mm-hmm. didn't give a shit He's about it. He's that good. He said, Wait a minute. They're one piece away from getting this thing. I better go
0: get Dom and his family. Well, that's it. Dom is his last resort. He didn't want to go to Dom. He had to. And and Letty was the perfect excuse to do it. That's
2: yes. It all (laughs) it all makes perfect sense within the screenplay.
0: Absolutely. But not in real life. Well, I mean Well, this is the first movie where we're getting into what's that? I'm just messing around with you guys. Well, yeah, but th- this is the first movie where you get into kind of this, like, tech- even though, obviously, as we've discussed, technology wacky technology has been involved in this movie uh, series from the beginning, this is the first time it's really been, like, a lot of techno babble, you know, kind of just go along with it for uh, a plot reason. So, it's the, f- the first of many,
1: I think. It's the first time it's an actual MacGuffin. I, I mean, if you mm-hmm. don't count the... The computer chip from the last movie, but everything else was not even
0: ultimately an issue.
1: Yeah, everything else was just a, um, like a like a grappling hook or like a device that Mm -hmm. you know that stops cars. Right. This is basically a doomsday device.
0: Yeah, I guess to some degree, they do have their weird little electric claws,
2: but now they're magnetic discs. As we'll see in a few (laughs)
0: minutes. (laughs) Is that a hockey (laughs) puck? Brian says that he, they will get Shaw for full pardons. Hobbs says he can't promise it. Brian says he can. Dom says that's the deal. Take it or leave it. So Hobbs has to agree.
2: I liked I liked to hear how Brian still thinks like a lawman, even though he's no longer he's like, he's like yeah, no, you, can, you can do this. This is what we want. This is what you're going to give us. And that's and throughout like, the movie. Promise. Yeah, he's like, I can't promise you that. He's like, Yes, you can. Like, but I know what the fuck I'm talking about. You're going to give us this, or we're not going to work with you.
1: Two movies ago, <laughs> two movies ago, Brian and Dom got screwed over. Why are they so eager to, to work with, with Hobbs? Like, what?
0: That is a good point. Well, they have a history with them at this point, I guess. And it's a not a very apartment. good history. No. I think it's the because it's so important to find Letty, you know, like if it wasn't for that her involvement, it would be very difficult to buy, but I believe that Dom is willing to do whatever it takes to find Letty.
1: do you still leave out cookies for Santa Claus?
0: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and and yes <laughs> uh well, that's not true anyway, so. Brian and this is what you're talking about earlier Vito Brian says this is different we're not dealing with cops we're not dealing with drug dealers this is a whole different level so again they're able to really amplify you know take it a step up from from where the series has been so
2: that's cool that's that's the interesting thing that I like about the Fast and the Furious movies versus Die Hard is that in each of the Die Hard movies they try Mm -hmm. to get bigger and bigger to building it's a it's an airport it's a city it's a country (laughs) it's you know another country it's like, a galaxy bigger, and bigger but so they it's get Space worse Station. as they go yeah
0: but these ones get better as they go because they're expanding well the justin so. lynn seems to know what to take seriously and what can be kind of silly you know like it's the like we said before the the emotion the character stuff the relationships and everything are deadly serious so you can forgive like the the wackier stuff i think maybe anthony can't i don't know He's considering. Sure. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Roman is the only one that asks if they're getting paid. Got to end on a jail. Yeah, like, like, did he blow
2: all of that money already? Is that the implication? Because mm-hmm. he, he says, I have money when he asks for the dollar. Or, you that know, is which, true. The, That's how you but, stay but, a millionaire. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, wanting to know if you're getting paid for this or not is, a, is an indication that he probably burns through that money really fast. Why well,
1: I think I, I, I just got tickled by the idea of like Roman is one of those people that would probably like send money to the uh those like the foreign prince scams.
2: Like that's how he lost all his money (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised (laughs) Nigerian prince I I am a Nigerian prince I have 13 million dollars in a hold But I need you to send me 250 dollars
0: Well he bought that uh, car from the the Sheik or the Sheik or whatever Right that was the
2: Nigerian prince (laughs) Exactly (laughs) He does seem like the kind of guy I gotta be honest with you He'd have 11 million He'd be like guys I'm gonna get a 9 million dollar car And you'd be like why that's that's a tremendous waste of As money. A can. Wreck it immediately. And mm-hmm. then fuck up the insurance so that he can't
0: get the money back. He no, well, he would let his
1: plane. He would let a hooker drive it and the
0: hooker wrecks it. <laughs> can't argue. Very difficult to argue that. She's
2: not a hooker, she's a yachter. There's the difference.
0: <laughs> oh man. she's one's an escort. on a
2: boat. It's a, it's a higher it's a higher class hooker. It's yeah, exactly. She's an escort.
1: One's on a boat, one's on the street. Mm-hmm.
2: But they're all on the internet. <laughs>
1: if you look Later high, on, guys.
0: It's good to be back. <laughs> Later on, the, the crew and Hobbs are downtown somewhere, downtown London, as Oaks, the guy from the interrogation scene earlier, is getting set up with a wire by the police. Hobbs and the crew are watching from a building across the street. So I guess they've got this Oaks guy willing to go in and identify uh, o- uh, Shaw. <laughs> Which is okay. This is very interesting to me. First of all, I it's
2: funny because I don't call him Oaks, I call him discount Vin Diesel. But uh, <laughs> he, with all of the new wireless technology that we have in the world, why are we still using wires on people?
0: Well, it you know is I mean? wireless, it's sensitive. just called a wire. No, it's but the, you know what I mean? He's walking like, literally putting cord. a
2: wire yeah. on his stomach under his yeah, shirt. Interesting. You know? That's yeah, interesting. Like yeah, in that's movies, true. you're always they're always like, don't get in the water, and mm-hmm, also mm-hmm. don't let him take off your shirt. That's like, Shouldn't we have technology that fucking broadcasts shit now so you don't have that kind of danger? It's but like, I a think it's
0: very easy listening devices. It's, you know what I mean? It's very easy to explain. Like, we see someone taping a, uh, something to someone's chest. We, as an audience, immediately know what it is. I think that would require a little explanation. So maybe it's just the easiest way to, because it ends up not being a He's wired or not. No, I know. But it's it's like one of those things
2: like in the in I think it was four where they're still using fax machines. Like <laughs> yeah. Yep. you're like, why is anybody why does anyone still use a fax machine, let alone Interpol? But um it's 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 weird to me too, because the implication would be that Oaks is a part of this SAS team, right? I get mm. a feeling that if you if you were to capture somebody, even if he was former SAS, he would have enough pull and enough leverage. That he'd be like, I'm not fucking talking. You could beat him to death, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't
0: give up his team. I mean, so I saw him as kind of like a, a thug type. But you're right; they may all be SAS. Uh,
2: but you, but but your point is 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 pretty you know on because I think Oakes, in terms of w- what we're about to see with the rest of the crew, he does seem a bit more bumbly and kind of so maybe is a higher. And team, he did you know? get caught. He's the only
0: one that got caught. Yeah, by the, you know, so. My bloody first job and I get <laughs> caught by the fucking interpol. Right, and again this this guy's day job, the actor uh, is a magician, so <laughs> maybe <laughs> he's better hilarious. Yeah, Hobbs says that uh, the guy gave up Shaw's hideout during their therapy session. So the cops send Oaks into the building and Tej is somehow, he's all wired into the communication system. So he informs Hobbs and Dom that Oaks will ID Shaw before the police move in. I, I love guess that line where they, yeah. they
2: they're sending in your punching bag.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hobbs is punching bag. Yeah, but I won't even ask the question how Tej is is you know into their communication and and all that. It's fine. He took he some community day. college web design classes. Clearly, something in my he took Miami, <laughs> whatever the he, tech he college he went is to in
2: American Miami. Career College.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like <laughs> River, I
2: <laughs> Do you guys remember those commercials for that with Sally Struthers, where she's like, "You can earn your degree in you know car, whatever this and that, gun repair," and she
0: like freaks out <laughs> when she says gun repair. Do you remember those? No, I just remember all the majors, you know, being listed on the screen. As like yeah, a- she, she, if you, if you guys
2: who are listening, guys and gals, go try to find the Sally Struthers commercial. It, 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 I'm not joking when I say she's like naming them one, two, three, four, and when she says gun repair, her face twitches. You could tell she totally. Is like totally liberal and doesn't want to she's like gun repair and her eye hmm. twitches and then she goes back into the list it's very funny that's where Oak
0: studied was American career <laughs> college well he heads up and uh, into the building I just I feel like it's wouldn't Shaw presumably have cameras set up around his hideout and like the, the police are not subtle like they got the lights on you know they're not the they built jacket. up all of those lights like if they spent time it had to have taken
2: hours for them to surround the place and to set up those lights. He didn't go out for a smoke
0: and go, holy shit. I know, right? Here. Yeah. So they they head inside. Uh, Oaks punches in a key code and enters a room where Shaw is inside working on a vehicle. Oaks says he didn't tell the cops nothing. and didn't tell him anything. I know. That's that's always that's always a good idea to
2: run right <laughs> and go. I didn't say
0: nothing. I know.
2: And they let me go. Everything.
0: Yeah, and Shaw's like, but they let you go. Which is totally true. Uh Shaw has Oaks start the car that he's working on and, and it's all fixed it's this kind of you can tell it's kind of been built like it's kind of a ramshackle uh dune buggy looking kind of vehicle this is the one th- might
2: say it's a tumbler
0: <laughs> yes well apparently it was based off of the and I don't know specifically what those kind of race cars are called the ones that have that kind of f- rampy looking front maybe the formula, formula One. Indy five hundred.
1: I don't know. We're not <laughs> I a think car that, podcast. <laughs>
0: that's right. We don't know anything about cars. We're not car experts. <laughs> that should be our slogan. We don't know nothing about cars. Um, but yeah, that's why they have that ramp on the front. Uh, is they were kind of based on that that design, and they do they do look freaking awesome.
1: I um, I love Luke Evans. I, I I absolutely adore him. There's just something about yeah. You know, he looks like, like Orlando George Bloom's dad. Yeah.
0: <laughs> our older brother. Yeah, absolutely. And Yeah, I could see that.
1: Every time he shows up in a movie, even if it's a bad movie, like I I just I'm like, "Oh, that guy. That's awesome." Mm-hmm. He was going to be the crow at one point, which I think is terrible casting, terrible yeah. but I would have watched the fuck out of that movie.
0: Everyone was going to be the crow at some point. Yeah. Uh, Shaw has this really great little speech here that I thought was your typical kind of bad guy I know what you did speech, but in Metaphors. a clever way. Yeah. Because he says, sometimes the smallest parts can cause the biggest problems. But if you replace that bad part, everything runs smooth as silk again.
1: And as soon as he exactly. said that, I was like, that guy's dead.
0: Yeah. And it, yeah. But it also harkens back to his mobility training. Yep. yep. Exactly. It, it makes sense that he would kind of phrase it that way. and uh, But Oakes doesn't pick up on it. Well, he kind of does because it looks like Shaw is, is maybe going for a gun or something. And Oakes starts yelling like, Shaw, Shaw, to, to ID him to get the cops in. Uh, and so Tej suddenly is like, ah, oh, there's alarms going off on at uh, Interpol. So Brian puts together that Shaw led them all to this hideout so that he could take down Interpol. So it's a, yeah, that, a ruse. That, I thought that was very cool. He, you could, you could almost say that he counted
2: on Oaks being, it's almost like he set him up to be captured and to talk mm, mm-hmm. in order to get them. Because if you think about it, that's the only way he could get Hobbs and
0: his team away from Interpol, so they could do what they're hey, going to do. Hey Vito, are you yeah. saying it was all part of his plan? All oh, exactly part of the it.
2: plan. No, that's that's a, that's the amazing thing. Th- this is one of the things I think is amazing. Is Dom has finally met his his intellectual yes. match. In I
0: this would group, yes, Owen is really cool. Definitely seems like an uh, yeah an anti-Dom for the first time in his a way. Hair. Well, there's a <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And there's a whole scene later that I'm very excited for to get Vito or uh, Anthony's feedback on uh, later on.
1: Uh, in this 15 minute segment, or no, I don't think it's it's okay.
0: maybe another half hour away. Ah. I'll let you know when we get there. I don't know if Vito knows what I'm talking about or not. But
2: I, I actually I should sit down and watch this again in full. But I've been doing it in
0: 15 minute chunks too. Yeah, me too. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Dom tells Brian uh, to take care of. The team at Interpol while Dom and Hobbs wait for Shaw because Shaw will lead to Letty, and that's Dom's motivation. Turns out that Shaw was not going for a gun. Instead, he tosses a bag to Oaks with his share from the last job. There's also a little extra in there for the next job, the one they're working right now. Dun 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 they all fly about it.
1: Such a dark night move. Like that yeah. uh, something- you didn't like it?
0: It, it, Too it, reminiscent for you?
1: Yeah, it's yeah. it's very much a, a product of its time. What what year did this movie come out? On
0: uh, twenty thirteen. Holy shit! So Does
1: that that's, sound uh, right? That's several yeah, years seven. after the Dark Knight.
2: Yeah, it's five just, years. Dark Knight came out in two thousand eight.
1: There's so much in this this short fifteen minute segment that Second. just reminds me of the Dark Knight, like with you know the twists and the the even the dialogue. Mm-hmm.
0: Like even the lighting, yeah,
1: yeah. It just, I, I don't know. Like I think Justin Lin was late to the party, and he finally saw it, and he was just like,
0: "But think about it. If you see a movie, and then you come up with the idea, you write the script. I mean, it would maybe take about eight years, you know, for the
2: maybe or maybe it was ask. just. There, you... There's also there's also a scene uh, in in this fifteen minutes with with the gunfight that sort of reminded me a little bit of Michael Mann's Heat. So I, I get the mm. feeling that. Justin Lin, you know, had watched a couple of films to get a feel as to how to shoot these scenes. And as T.S. Eliot once said, immature poets imitate, but mature poets steal.
0: Steal from the best.
2: You, you want to shoot it the best way possible. You take from the best, you go Christopher Nolan and Michael Mann. Sure.
0: So Brian and uh, the rest of his crew are headed towards Interpol, which is they got. They got to go 12 blocks. Meanwhile, Shaw gets into the vehicle he's been working on just as the police burst in. He speeds off, and Oakes opens up the bag to see that that little extra was a bomb. He's well, got, you got all the money in really there. The money the
2: is, mm. that, is that you can see the money in yeah. the bag and the bomb. It's like, why not just throw him the bomb? Why, I know. why <laughs> did you
0: waste that money? But you know what? Because Owen is a man of his word, Vito. He owes him money, nah. and he did pay him.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it's kind of bullshit. I mean – why would you just blow up money? Maybe it's because I'm a broke ass man. Know. You know, I'd be like, but just put the bomb in there. And maybe put the little million. stack on top in case he looks. You know what exactly, I mean? Like exactly. a couple of hundreds in there just so he's like, Oh, there's money in here. But why <laughs> did you throw his whole share plus and a bomb in there?
0: Yeah. Looks cool.
2: Yeah, I guess to a to an international, you know, master criminal mastermind, a couple hundred grand is nothing.
1: So the next part where um where Shaw zooms off like in his little go-kart thing. Mm-hmm. I was just so, so I'm sorry I'm harping on this but I was I was so expecting to hear Hans uh Hans Zimmer like that dun 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 dun, dun mm. like from the
2: music does kind of take its cue from that. It, it does, does have that feel a little bit. It
1: does so much and and just yeah.
0: It drove we me crazy. Well, we we probably haven't looked up who does the music for these films, like the incidental music. We probably should.
1: We're not a music uh, podcast either. What's that, Anthony? We're not a music not podcast
0: music. either. That's right. That's true. So it doesn't matter. So they're, they're like these SWAT guys with guns lined up all outside the perimeter of uh, Shaw's headquarters. But Shaw... He's like, he drives under them. They're kind of like on this concrete sort of overlook and he's driving under them and he's got explosives set up on all of the columns. And so he blows all these up. All the SWAT guys fall to their deaths, presumably. Dude, and- I thought I thought that
2: was pretty fucking brilliant that he had, he, because that was what led me to believe that Oaks getting kidnapped and squealing and everything was all part of that plan was mm-hmm. because he had set it up so that when they showed up, he knew how to take them out and it's mm-hmm. because he's this brilliant you know sas guy
0: that is true yeah i didn't really put that together until now that we're talking about it but yeah it totally makes sense that oaks was expendable oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. so Hobbs and hobs and dom run off to chase uh shaw in separate cars of course uh and as dom and Hobbs chase him some london cops come at Shaw head on but Shaw uses that ramp to like flip the the cop cars and it's really cool because Hobbs and Dom handle it in different ways Dom maneuvers the car to drive under it Hobbs just drives right through it so I thought that was kind of cool he
2: was I was like he was like sorry guys I'm fucking killing you but (laughs) hey it's all it's all so I can get to the bad guy
0: ain't got time to swerve
2: but it's it's (laughs) cool that he's using cars as like battering rams you know Mm -hmm. what I mean he's like is like using the police against themselves, it's pretty brutal,
0: yeah. And finding ways to use vehicles in these sort of scenes that is different than the way they've been done in the other 100 <laughs> Fast and Furious movies, you know. Uh, so Brian and his crew they get to the Interpol building, which has already been infiltrated by you know these thugs, and there's armed guards on the roof. Brian and the crew are shooting back at the bad guys, uh, but they most of them get into uh, similar vehicles to what Shaw has and they and they take off. So they're, I, but that scene, that
2: sequence again, it
0: does. It's very reminiscent. It's not as
2: long, obviously, but it mm-hmm. does sort of have the feel from Michael Mann's Heat. You know that gunfight in downtown L.A. when they robbed the bank.
0: I, I want to say they that Justin Lin even specifically mentioned watching Heat. Yeah, because it's, it's 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 very similarly
2: shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I also did want to point out what. Well, well, first of all, it's again keeping in keeping with the mobility unit. He has snipers set up which you know snipers in you know the desert regions and stuff like that that's like your one of your your best warriors if you're in the in the military is the sniper so he has snipers set up mm-hmm. waiting for anybody to show up which is in character again with somebody who is he's thought of everything and then um i love to but again there's another thing where it fails like giselle because she is presumably ex-Massad, but she hops out of the car with a sniper firing at her and Han <laughs> has to save her. You know, he, he, does, he like, knocks her out of the way oh, yeah, so that's that's two really true. Movies in a row where Giselle basically like steps into danger and a man has to save her. Well, not well,
0: you're thinking of four in six. Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. That's, but that, like I said, it's still movies where, yeah. where that happens where she's like, huh? And then the, the, the male lead, you know, has to push her out of the way. So it doesn't, It doesn't really bode well for her as the strategic badass that we thought, or that she's supposed to be.
0: Well, it goes back to what you were saying about like where, and it's not intentional or malicious, but they just naturally maybe give those more heroic moments to the male characters. Where there's no, although I do understand, I think that they're building that relationship because we know what happens with, you know, Han and Giselle later on. But there's no reason why it couldn't have been reversed.
1: What happens? what Nothing,
0: Anthony. I, I cut out. Something you didn't hear that.
1: What are you talking about?
0: I cut out, Anthony. Don't worry about Something it. Something happens, <laughs> Anthony. But Shaw's crew sees they're being tailed by uh someone, and there's also this van with uh they I thought they were Russian, they're Bahasan, if that's how it's pronounced. So these these guys are speaking a foreign language, and but they're clearly part of Shaw's crew. So I guess. We can presume that maybe they, uh, were, they met them in Afghanistan while he was on his SAS missions. But anyway, the, these guys, uh, one of them asks if the chip is ready, which uh, we'll find out what that is very soon. Uh, Tej and Roman are close behind the van, and they fly down the London streets after the bad guys. One of them, uh, one of the Bahasans, busts out the back window of the van and shoots these little hockey putt devices onto Tej and Roman's car. Brian gets hit with one, too, but it's on the front bumper, you know, so he can get rid of it easily later I, on. i got to say, though, that was really cool how they set that up because, I mean, I, you know, again, just from a
2: storytelling point of view, the first one hits and, you know, I, I, I it hits Tej first, right? And then it gets Roman. Mm-hmm. And think Brian so. is in the back. He's taken up the rear, and he sees this happening. Mm-hmm. So when the guy fires, he is able to swerve. You know, he's at least mm-hmm. thinking enough. To swerve, so that's why it hits the bumper, and it's kind of brilliant. Yeah, that sets up him being able to knock it off later, versus having to stop the car and pop it off himself. So I thought it was cool how they kind of threw that in there. It was almost like a throwaway, but it made sense logically within
0: the story. Absolutely, it's those little details, you know, that 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 you subconsciously, you know, pick up. So the hey Vito, have you heard of Bahasa? I have not. Um, okay. You seem to know. You, you you confirmed my pronunciation of it earlier, so I, I thought maybe no. It you
2: sounded didn't. because that's because in in all languages other than
0: uh, English, um, an A is always a ah sound. So Bahasa. That was my guess. Yeah. 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 Well, the Bahasa um, bad guy has an iPad, and he uses it to activate these these devices. The devices apparently give the the guys control over the vehicles. So they just crash Tej and Romans. They just swerve them and crash them.
2: Oh, go. you know what? And it might be... They may be Indonesian. I just looked up Bahasa. Bahasa uh, is the word for language in South and Southeastern Asian language deriving right. from the Sanskrit word Baza, meaning speech or spoken language. But the ones, the videos that pop up are um,
0: Bahasan Indonesian. Mm. I don't know. Hang on. I, we'll I don't
2: know, know because...
0: In, in the first... When they're talking about uh, Shaw, one of his missions was in, like, Bahasa or something.
2: Okay, yeah, I thought, I thought that might have been... Yeah, so that's probably it. He then probably met know. these mercenaries and worked with them. Oh, well, it doesn't but, It was Basra. Basra. So, you know, they might
0: We're be Basran.
2: Basra. Yeah, they're probably Basra.
0: Man, I'm a bad note taker.
2: It was weird because... We're I was not a
1: geography podcast. podcast
2: yeah exactly so no, but i was but people do like detail you know but like i was watching it on my on my iphone and my subtitles did not say what language they were speaking so i didn't i didn't know you know what they were so.
0: yeah there was like two times where it said foreign language and then once where they it mentioned the language kind of weird got it okay uh so they they activate the things and uh they're about to activate brian's device But Brian does a quick maneuver and kind of swerves against the concrete pillar at just the right angle. So it knocks it off, which was something that Anthony did not like uh, in Fast and Furious, similar to the, the, the part where they do the hitch at the beginning. You remember? I don't remember that. Walked it from his mind.
2: And honestly, it was, it, was I, when I, Dom, it was when Dom was driving alongside the uh the trailer truck and he swerves. He does like a 180 and like
0: oh. hits, hits the
2: rear into it and snaps the uh Yeah, because she actual, dropped
0: her hammer and Letty can't do it.
1: Yeah, that yeah. did piss me off. I remember.
2: Yeah. Although, but but again, it's set up because again, each they 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 are able to activate each device in the sequence they fired them, and Brian's able to observe that. It makes you know Tez crash and then Rome crash, so he is able to very quickly think and swerve and knock it off of there just in time. I, I so think I a neat little character moment. I didn't,
1: I didn't pick any of that up because I think when I I kind of lost it uh, when <laughs> Rome
2: said, "Is that a hockey puck?" <laughs> I think I think you're just still obsessed with the whole fucking vending machine scene. <laughs> It just clouded your judgment for the rest of the no the rest of the scene. You're just like I just can't fucking believe. It's, that he's worried it's too about too
0: fast, too furious. He can't get over it. <laughs> right.
1: No, it's true. Like because I I was writing notes when I was watching it, and and I literally I I typed this out. I, I typed out the dialogue, and it, it was what is that a hockey puck? And I typed next to it, no, you stupid fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hockey puck. Why would it be a hockey puck? Why
2: what would they? What if, what if? What if it had been? They were just like we have got no, <laughs> no ideas, Bob. Uh, we huge hockey fans.
0: Yeah. Well, but also it's interesting because this is not the first time that Brian has dealt with, uh, with hockey technology that uh, can control the car, or you know, car controlling technology. Of course, of course, you know, Anthony doesn't think too fast to happens. So
1: no, never did. But I did so he, see uh, Fast and the Furious 8, and there's a whole sequence where they're taking control of a bunch of cars. Yes. So this
0: is uh, the first step towards that sort of idea. Yeah. Uh, Shaw heads into a busy tunnel with Dom and Hobbs on his tail. They're swerving around the traffic. It's a very cool shot. I mean, this this tunnel is packed with cars. And I think it's, you know, kind of forced perspective the way they, they shoot it. But it looks like they're just weaving in and out of these vehicles, which is very cool.
2: Yeah, this yeah, was they, neat. They used the telephoto lens there to squish it. So it looks like they're closer mm.
0: than they really are to each other. Makes I, sense.
1: I really yeah. liked it. It, it, was, it was a cool action sequence.
0: And you know, if Anthony likes an action sequence, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's true.
1: Don't put that on me
2: okay sorry that's gonna be on the poster anthony loved this action sequence it's gonna be on their uh future releases of the movie film film threat says that's action right. sequences are masterful
1: you know they would totally do that too like of course no i meant that
0: one scene
1: I, I i'll have to show you guys how like some of the marketing teams have manipulated my my review quotes like it's it's insane
2: Oh, dude! When I when I worked at Paramount, I was in the publicity department and in marketing for a little while, and uh, they would take a quote. It would be Roger Ebert, and he's like, "This could have been a masterpiece," and they'll they'll they'll, they'll, they'll like put this dot 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 a yeah. masterpiece, and you're yeah. like, "No, he fucking ripped on it." But they turn it into a beautiful mm-hmm. quote, even though the guy hated it.
1: Oh, dude! It, it's totally happened to me before. It, it's totally happened to me. Like, it, it's it's crazy. I'm like reading it and I'm just like, I don't remember saying that. And I'll have to go through like my review and I'm just like, I didn't say that
2: at all. A non stop meraz- menagerie of fucktard action. <laughs> and then they put a non stop menagerie of dot,
0: dot, dot action. action. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Marketers are creeps, as we've learned, especially when it comes to movies. Yeah. Well, let's not say creeps. Misleading at times because they want they want to get you to come see their movie. That's marketing for you, and it is marketing one hundred and one. Shaw tells his team to stay on track, but he takes a, a side path. The contingency, he calls it. Yes, Dom and Hobbs stay on Shaw. Brian uh, and his crew have they've everyone's caught up together, so everyone's on the same uh, path here. Brian follows the rest of the bad guy team. The Bahasin or the Basran guys tells one of the British crew a blonde woman named. Oh wait, eh? we,
2: we have. Did Did you mention though that that basically they crashed Tej and Ro- like. Those guys spectacularly crashed. I couldn't remember if you said that or not, but like, well, they're they're potentially dead at this point.
0: (laughs) I think that's that's a good point. I didn't mention the building. They built an entire building for Roman, especially to crash through, and he kind of does the the same thing that the vault does through the bank.
2: Yeah, yeah, because that was. I mean, he. I I think the the emphasis on this entire sequence, you know, is that Mm -hmm. the team, for the first time in any of these movies, the team gets their asses handed to them I mean like mm-hmm. they are they, it's no shit that they are up against a team that is way higher than what they've ever dealt with before because in the other movies they're very easily able to outmaneuver everybody and in this one they totally. systematically take each one out boom it's boom, like boom. they're
1: facing their darker counterparts
2: Yes. yeah exactly and I think it was go really team. cool it was a good change in the, in, the, in the thing you know to see them go up against somebody
0: who's going to force them to have to be better Yes. They are they are as you said, they've met their match for the first time in this series. You were um,
1: about to bring up the blonde who I adore. She yeah. was like, yeah.
0: great, wasn't she? She
1: was did amazing. You,
0: did you catch how they pronounced her name? It's like Vag. Yeah. Vag. Vag? It's like V A G It's V A G H. I don't know how to spell I think it. It's probably Vag. Vog. It is Vague, that's for sure.
2: Yeah, Vay or Vag. <laughs> Yeah.
0: So yeah, but she's pretty cool. She she reminded me of the uh, blonde cowboy character in uh, Westworld. Did oh yeah,
2: totally. Yeah.
0: Similar. Uh so she turns around and uses her front ramp to launch Brian and make him crash. Dude, and, I loved that fake out how like he was behind the van and then yes. he moved. Yes. And he he
2: just Now we we often give Paul Walker a lot of shit for his acting, but his look of genuine surprise in this moment when his car flips is fucking great
1: doesn't he literally like mouth the words oh shit
2: yes (laughs) maybe yeah i didn't catch it i I, I could have sworn he does like because the subtitles said like like mouths indecipherably or something like that but he he literally goes oh shit yeah like car is like tumbling through the air it's pretty amazing yeah
1: it's like slow motion and and I, I could have sworn he was like saying, Oh, shit.
0: He 100% says, Oh, yeah. shit. Well, I think they, they really flipped the car with him in it. So he probably did say, Oh, shit.
1: That wasn't acting. Paul Walker can't exactly. act.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dope. Memory, uh, muscle memory. <laughs> uh, oh, and also uh, the blonde woman, and I only don't say her name because I don't want to mispronounce it, drives by him and gives him this kind of wink. Loved it.
2: Yeah, yeah, that cool. was that was awesome. I, I
1: I hope that she has a prominent role in the future of the series, but with my luck, <laughs> she's going to die in the next scene. <laughs> she'll,
0: she'll well, you know, if you like- yeah, that's exactly what I was going to
1: say. <laughs> Don't get attached. Well,
0: Hob- Hobbs and Dom are right on Shaw as they drive down some kind of straightaway with a bunch of these like little light pillars to weave through or crash through. Dom says Letty for some reason. I don't know why he just says Letty. Oh, that's
2: because the car that that comes out and and knocks him off course is presumably driven by Letty.
0: Oh, I didn't pick yeah. up on that. He, okay. used,
2: he used his NOS sense and was like he of senses course. that that's Letty in the car.
0: He recognizes how she drives. Yeah, <laughs> I recognize you know, that turn anywhere.
2: She, she shows up and hits it, you know, and then he realizes, oh, she's here, because if you think about it, she's a part of the team. So why wouldn't she be in on this plan?
0: Totally. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about that and, and I remember what happens, but uh, I didn't pick up that this was where she she came in. So good. Good. Uh, By the eye. way,
2: I, I got to point something out. The actress who plays I, I'm, I'm going to say Ve, even though I, I'm sure we'll hear how it's pronounced later. Her name is Clara Paget, but her real full name is Lady Clara Elizabeth Iris Paget? She is a British aristocrat turned actress, which makes her even fucking. Cooler.
0: Is she the? Is she the woman in Westworld? Uh,
2: no, she is not. Okay,
1: that's way too many fucking names.
2: I know. she's, it, it, on, she's a she's a regular on Black Sails? She plays Anne Bonny. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, but but yeah, she's I she's a badass, things. dude. <laughs> Anything with Michael Bay involved? I'm just eh, never mind. <laughs> So um, Hobbs – okay, this is this is the part I was talking about. Hobbs drives up onto a level above where Shaw is driving. So he's driving on an upper ramp area. He tells Riley to take the wheel, much like uh, Brian does to Mia in the first movie, and he uh, leaps from the Hummer onto Shaw's vehicle. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mine
1: cut off as he leapt. Like I did not see the end results. So you just spoiled oh, really? that for me. Thank you.
2: Oh, that is interesting. Mine went on for a good 30 May, more seconds. Did you
0: get the extended one, Anthony?
1: I did. Exactly what you told me to.
0: Well, I have to go by my timestamp. It, this is basically it. This is It's almost finished. It's, he falls off and fires a couple shots at uh, Shaw, and so now it's all up to Dom. Well, it's, the it's, shit it's a very for interesting me. thing Thanks. because
2: he, he, he jumps like 50 feet through the air from one moving vehicle down to another. But when he hits the roof, he rolls back almost like instinctually onto the ground, <laughs> pulls his weapon and fires all on one big clean move, which is is one of the first superhero type, you know, moments in this series yes. also.
0: And it's not an effective maneuver. It doesn't help anything. <laughs> well, it
2: doesn't, doesn't really make any sense. He could have fired at them from above.
0: I, can, I tell you why they did it, I think, is because they want dom to be the only one that gets to the end as we will see next week or next episode yeah because comic-con's next week guys we're not going to have an episode sorry
1: (laughs) yeah Vito, you're going right
0: uh it's
2: indeterminate at this point i'm trying to figure out if i can get up there logistically or not Mm -hmm. um if i can i will if i can't i won't so we may be able to record next week. It depends. I'll let
0: you but know. We do plan on getting back into a regular recording schedule, and we appreciate everyone that's uh, been patiently waiting as we uh, work everything out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Stop, stop writing to us and yelling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> has anybody no, uh, yeah.
1: like, is, has anybody written to no, us and yelled at? No. I was okay, good. Because I was like, oh, I, we have a legit reason for for not, you know, keeping a regular schedule. It's not because we're lazy it's because i'm lazy
0: they were they were very polite emails just saying you know we're very eager to hear the rest of your reviews no yeah i was i was (laughs) totally
2: giving our audience shit but everybody's no everybody's been really cool people people wrote in and said hey what's going on a lot of people wrote to ask you know anthony how you were doing and stuff and and it was it was actually really touching man i like i like the fact that an audience cares enough and people were like dude i'll wait you know, I was I was uh, in contact with some people uh, for future episodes and stuff like that. And when I wrote to them and said, "Hey, we're going to hold off," here's why. They were all like, "Dude, totally. We we get it. Take as long as you need." So I think I think we've got a pretty understanding
0: audience, which is amazing. You guys rock.
1: And I do appreciate the patience. I, I really do.
0: So overall, Anthony, did you like the I was I was on the fence over whether you would like it or not because there was a little exposition, there was a little action, there was a lot of stuff.
1: Okay, so overall, I, I thought it was pretty cool. Um, I, I really liked the uh, the car chases through the, the tunnels and all that stuff. I thought that was neat. Um, but it did feel a little too derivative of The Dark Knight and, as Vito said, heat. Um, just it, it looked different from anything that had been in any of the previous movies. Um, I agree, yeah. And I have... A feeling that it was less of a, uh, you know, because we have the budget to do it now and more of a, these movies made a shit ton of money. Like, let's veer the franchise into, you know, something that's similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that kind of bothered me. But I also can't deny the fact that it looked great. Um, it mm-hmm. Some of the dialogue, some of the, the bullshit, like macho, like I'm going to shoot the mm-hmm. vending machine stuff kind of bothered me. I know it was done to be comedic and funny, but it just.
0: Well, I feel like from what I've seen of the Hobbs and Shaw trailer and I don't want to get it, but I mean, a lot of that comedy looks, it bugs me. I feel like the Roman stuff for the most part, I feel like is a good use of a little humor, but you know,
1: Roman has always bugged me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just something about um, Tyrese, uh, Tyrese's line delivery, how it does feel like it's disconnected from the rest of the actors and the the rest of the dialogue, because it is widely improved. It just feels like it doesn't fit in well. Um, But you know, like I have nothing against, you know, personally against Tyrese or, or I was going to
2: say, here's, here's (laughs) my prediction is one day you're going to get sent by film threat to interview Tyrese. You're going to meet him. You're, you're both instantly going to hit it off and you're going to have a stupor-like uh, friendship where you go on these amazing adventures and uh, you can't believe that you ever talked shit about Roman. <laughs> Maybe. And then you'll backtrack in a future it episode happened. and be it like, happened. I really love Roman. I don't know what I was thinking.
1: No, like off the top of my head, the only other movies I can I can think of that he was in um, were the Transformers movies. And when I watched those, I, I didn't have an issue with this character. Like he wasn't obnoxious. He wasn't saying like really cheesy lines and whatnot. It was just like, Oh, he's an actor. Like he's, he's doing a part in a Michael Bay movie, you know, God bless him for it. But
0: in these,
2: it's just he was like probably delivering the dialogue, knowing, knowing Michael Bay, he was like,
0: just say the fucking lines we wrote for. you. Yeah. He's probably reading the script. I mean, in, in these, I mean, in, and all he works P. fine Fass when he's reading
1: like, the script. He, he works fine for me when he's reading the script. It's, it's just, I can't get into the character. I can't. It's it's been three movie well, it's been two movies now. And uh I, I, I just can't, man. Like I understand. Nails right.
0: on a chalkboard. He's not for everyone. No. But we'll we'll have plenty more Tyrese uh to talk about, unfortunately, for Anthony in the upcoming episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony I would is, love to say,
2: Anthony, that something is coming along that's going to completely change your interpretation of the
0: character, but I'd be lying. You yeah, know? Well. But I think the rest of the movie is a lot of fun, and uh, I really want to see what you think of the whole relationship between uh, Owen Shaw and Dong.
1: So far, I'm liking it better than the, the past movie, or the previous movie. I'm, I'm liking well, Like it said better. with
0: Five, like it really ended well, but yeah, a lot of the exposition, like this was... To, uh, five minutes of exposition it was half an hour in fast five yeah yeah so well guys i guess uh that's about it for this 15 minutes any I other thought thoughts vito i
2: thought it was a damn good 15 minutes in yeah. terms of uh, just how fun it was and how mm-hmm. again they didn't dick around this time they get I, right into the action and you know they don't waste any time
0: I think I I like The Rock a lot better in this than, than 5 because that there is that disconnect between the original way the character was written. And like now I feel like the stuff that The Rock says here is a little more in line with his character. He yeah. bugs me a little less. Yeah. I, I think
2: he's going to bug us all a little more. When we see Hobbs, I I, got to be (laughs) honest with you, a lot of people are excited. People that I know who are not fans of the Fast and the Furious franchise are coming up to me and going, dude, I cannot wait to see that movie. The trailers look so fun, which I agree to. But at the same time, I'm just not sold on the superhero aspect of of a
0: bulletproof man, unless that's a. Well, you know, I mean, but it's not, I mean, he's, it's some sort of serum or something. It's not like natural. It's not like a mutant. I think he's taken still, some,
2: it's still, because, because once you delve science. into that into that sort of, uh, into that, that sort of mythology, what's then stopping, you know, I don't want well, to spoil it for Anthony, but there's a character coming up later. That's like a handler for them. What's stopping him from going, okay, guys, we're going to get your whole team suited up and, you know, bulletproof now. And it's like, then there's no danger. For these characters Are
1: you referring anymore. to Kurt Russell's character? Yes. It sounded like you were doing a Kurt Russell impression.
0: Thank you. All right. Well, who can I was. Say? it's very hard to tell from a trailer what the actual in movie is going to be like for me. A lot of the comedy is, it's a little too much. Like it feels like the rocks like, yeah, you know, we're having fun. Yeah, we're doing, it's like eh, a little too much, but maybe the world it's is at the stake than the movie.
1: The world is at stake, and you're you're cutting one-liners like,
0: yeah. Um, and, the, and but they got to go to Samoa because he's an American cowboy from Samoa. Yeah. Anyway, we'll have plenty of Hobbs and Shaw to talk about eventually. I'm not sure how we're going to do the 15 minutes, but we will figure it out because it's important for our viewers to, to only talk about 15 minutes at a time. Viewers, listeners, you know I, what I mean.
1: I, I got it. Why don't we do a fifteen-minute exactly review of the movie, and then later <laughs> okay. on when we get to it, we can do the fifteen-minute increments of the. That's
0: not a bad movie. idea. Yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking too. You think we can only talk about something for fifteen minutes? We'll see. No, no. Well, we just have to cut it off in the middle of the sentence, wherever we're at. Fifteen minutes, we're done.
2: Mm. Well, I mean, guys, we don't talk for fifteen minutes about the fifteen minutes. We can no. talk for an hour about the, about the review, you know, as long as it's not yeah. super...
0: I'm just saying depth and spoilery. to keep it within the 15 minutes yeah. might be count. We'll figure it out. Anyway, as soon as we get back, we'll, we'll have another episode, and uh, we hope to get it in uh, as soon as possible. But we thank everyone for listening, and we'll see you guys next time.